The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfie with Remax, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show with host Rick Zamprin. Hey, it's Rick Zamprin here. It's Rob Golfie there. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton edition on 900 CHML, another Saturday morning in our beautiful city of Hamilton. We have lots of things to talk about today, including bats found in a home out in BC. It was not good news for the buyers, uh, or really the seller at the end of the day. Uh, Toronto is now number one as the most expensive real estate market in Canada. Yes, move over Vancouver. The six is now number one. Ontario's Housing Task Force is recommending some new ways to boost home supply in our province. We have a listener email from Susan who asked the question about a 55-plus community in Hamilton. But first, we'll start with our special guest. Not only do we have Rob Golfie, sales representative from REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, we're also pleased to be joined by Madeline Towns from REMAX Real Estate Center, Inc. Madeline, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm so good. How are you? Not too bad. Rob apparently is a huge fan of yours on social media. We're going to get into that. Uh, But first, uh, maybe we'll start with you, Rob. How was your real estate week? You want to start there? The real estate week is insane. Uh, The prices of homes that are selling for is kind of like something in a movie that you can't believe that it's happening and you're in that movie. Uh, just the prices that are coming out on these homes are, are just, we just can't, you can't foresee. We just can't foresee it. And I know Madeline's seen the same thing. And I just think, you know, la- last night, I think you were talking about you were in a buyer deal and you didn't, you, you lost out on it because you, you were like so far off on the, on the price. Yeah. We were 300,000 over ask and we lost. Yeah. Against wow. three other offers. So. It, it, it's 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 tough it's tough it's it and it, it's continuously going and going and we thought last year would be the end of it but like the start of 2022 is you know last year I was telling people you know this is the time I, my parents house I sold last year in May I said you got we got a, a, a you know a little time limit here you got to get your house sold get your house sold and do you know if they sold this year, they'd probably get another 150 to 200,000 more for their house if, if it was right now at this moment. Yeah. And so you can't you can't predict what the market is. And all you do is just say, hey, let's hold offers and uh, let's see what the market's going to bring to your house. So it's uh, it's it's just insane, insane. But uh, but I am a big fan of Madeline. I follow her on TikTok, which, Rick, you should, because she is funny. She's real. <laughs> And, uh, and she gives a lot of good points on, uh, on TikTok. So, which is a lot of funny, she's, she's pretty funny on there. So it's, it's, uh, so I became a big fan of hers. Madeline, so, what's your handle on uh, TikTok? It's just Madeline Towns, my name. All right. M-A-D-E-L-Y-N Towns with an E-S at the end. So yeah, give her a follow on TikTok. What are, what are some of the things you do on TikTok? So I educate people. That's the, the main thing I do. I love teaching people about real estate. There's a lot of myths on about real estate, especially because our market's so crazy. There's tons of conspiracy theories. So I really like to dispel those myths and educate the public. It's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, with any amount of following, you're going to have a little bit of haterade. 
I like to call it. (laughs) So uh, a big part of my platform is also kind of turning the hate into something entertaining for people as well. So that's what I do. Cool. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Of course, for the hottest listings in town, you got to go online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Follow the Golfy team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales at 905-575-7700. Don't forget you're calling the first Hamilton uh, team uh, in real estate to sell 1,000 homes in a year. They did it last year, and they did it in the first. 11 months. If you have an email for the Golfie team, send it to questions at robgolfie.com. We'll ask it on a future program. And of course, later on this morning, we will um, get to an email from Susan, who's talking about a, uh, a senior type community here in Hamilton. Uh, Madeline, why did you want to become a realtor? What drew you to this vocation? Yeah, so I actually got the idea from my mom. I was living in Japan. I lived in Japan for three years. And I didn't know what I was going to do at the end of my contract. I worked in the education system and I knew for a fact I did not want to be a teacher. I did not enjoy it. So when I came back, I got a job in a real estate office and I kind of learned the business that way, which is a great way to start. And it encouraged me to get my real estate license and bam, here I am. Wow. What? what so you were in the education system in Japan Uh, And that wasn't really your cup of tea. No, I am good at everything I put my mind to. So I definitely enjoyed my time there. It was amazing being overseas, uh, but I didn't enjoy the teaching aspect of it. I didn't um, really flourish. I couldn't flex my creative skills like I knew I could in another career. So what did real estate do for you that education could not? It gives me flexibility in my schedule. Um, I'm not a nine to five person. So this allows me to work not only at my convenience, but uh, service people out of their schedules as well, which is important to me. Um, I also love working with people. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. I love connecting, networking. It's a, it's a big thing for me. And in the education system, it's just, it's kind of limited. You're in a classroom, uh, you've got a, a schedule you have to follow. So I really flourish in real estate. She does. I'll tell you, she does a really great job on online, uh, Rick. It's, uh, and, and she does the education part of it. I love the con- like the points that she makes out about different things, you know, just like, like talking about uh, multiple offers, talking about multiple representation, talking about every like different aspects, whatever I guess comes to her mind. She'll say, hey, I'm going to talk about this and I'll talk about that, which is good. She's got a great mind for this business. I'll tell you that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So how did you build your brand? So you move from education in Japan to a real estate uh, company. You, you, you get your license to, to sell homes. How did you start out then? Yeah. So when I started, I did one deal in my first year. It was not good. Uh, I, I just didn't really know what I was doing. So when you get into this business, you think your phone's going to ring. It's the opposite. Uh, you really have to get to know people. But as I propelled through uh, this very daunting experience of just doing one deal because that kind of tore me up. Um, (laughs) Of course, Um, I realized I had to do something different. I had to use my creative skills to get an audience. And so I, you know, the old methods that real estate agents use like cold calling and door knocking, 
you can only reach a certain amount of people doing those activities. So in one hour, let's say I can knock on 40 doors. Well, in one hour on social media, I can hit a million people. That's always a possibility. So yeah, that's how uh, real estate has really benefited. Um, I guess my creative vision. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's full circle. So in your first year, you sold one home. When um, or how much longer did it take for you to realize that, okay, I, I got the hang of this. I'm doing this correctly now or the way I want to do it? Well, it took actually quite a while. It took another year to really figure it out. I did better in my second year uh, for sure because I was very active in open houses. So I would do open houses for people in my office and you meet people when you do open houses. And if you're not meeting people, you're not doing business. So that was a key for me. Once I started meeting people, I realized I was great in person and that translates great on camera. So If you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team, at 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. Our special guest today on the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML is Madeline Towns from REMAX Real Estate Center, Inc. Um, Madeline, give us maybe a website or a phone number that people can contact you if they are interested in in not only following you on Twitter, but saying, hey, maybe I'll uh, bring uh, Madeline on my team. The best way to contact me is through Instagram or TikTok, believe it or not. (laughs) 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 I've got links in there for all my contact information. Everything's very, yeah. So you you almost can start this business with hardly uh, any, uh, putting a lot of money invested into it. And, uh, and she's, you know, a great uh, person to follow just because of that, like it's like it is it is this this is a tough industry to get started. And just like Madeline said, it's like you think your phone's going to ring. It doesn't. You really got to get out there and uh, and uh, find find your niche. And once you have it and and she's definitely natural on on uh, on camera when it comes to social media. So and that's why she's doing extremely well with uh, with her her career and her business. If someone's listening to this this morning and they're thinking, yeah, I, I want to become a realtor, what advice would you give to them? Get your license fast because it's a formality nowadays and you've got to find a mentor. You have to learn from them and you have to find different methods of contacting people. We can't be salesy anymore. People don't fall for it. Mm-hmm. Rob, what would you say? Yeah, I, I would say the same thing. Sometimes... Um, it, it is good. Madeline, I think she started off on a team and you learn a lot of things when you're on a team. You've got, a, you got sometimes a mentor, you've got a, a leader that will help you quite a bit. And, uh, and then once you find your way, and a lot of times people, you know, they leave teams. There's no doubt about it. They leave teams, but it's a good way to start. Um, and it actually sometimes prevents people. If people go on their own and try their own, they will end up quitting because it didn't work out for them. But if you go on a team, you have a tendency of lasting a little longer than you, and then eventually find your groove and, and, and also you got great support. And then that's when you can, you know, decide which direction you go. Usually, usually uh, uh, people that start out on a team, if they, they, they'll be on there sometimes between two to five years, depending on, uh, on how well they do or not and, and where they are in their life and their career and, and all that kind of stuff. I absolutely agree. Start on a team. You'll learn everything you need to know.
All right, first commercial break on the way. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. Rob Golfie is uh, the website. That's robgolfie.com, robgolfie.com. When we come back, uh, more questions and answers with uh, Madeline Towns from REMAX Real Estate Center, Inc. And we'll also get into a listener email. And Ontario's Housing Task Force has some recommendations on how we can boost the housing supply in this province. You're listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Follow the Golfie team on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Email the Golfie team a topic idea or a question that we'll address on a future program. That email is questions at robgolfie.com, questions at robgolfie.com. And call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Our special guest on the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML today is Madeline Towns from REMAX Real Estate Center, Inc. Madeline is a social media superstar, almost TikTok famous. What's the secret to being almost famous on TikTok? The secret is authenticity, vulnerability, with a little bit of controversy. That is the secret. Okay. So how come not uh, everyone does that? I think in our profession, people are afraid what other people are going to think. They think you're not professional. Right. That's a big stigma. And I had to get over that myself. So I realized, though, that if you're vulnerable and you're authentic with your audience, they're going to want to work with you. If people don't want to work with you because you're eating on camera or you said a swear word, then I don't want to work with them. So how did you? There's always going to be haters there? out there. There's always going to be haters out there, Rick. It's and and the people that follow Madeline, they see the realness, and that's why they they'll probably call her and follow her. And it's 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 all about realness now. If you get to know people in real life online and which is unbelievable like it's 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 amazing and i i started following madeline i don't know how long ago and uh i just like every time she posted something and if i didn't if i missed it i would go onto her page and say okay what did she do (laughs) so so because because she is real she is real and which which i found uh really you know awesome to 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 follow and i and i actually learned things from her too like you'd be amazed like even you know at uh, as, as long as i've been in this business i've learned things uh uh you know following uh madeline so it's 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 good i i just thought it was an inspiration uh you know she's like uh, to me she's like the celebrity 
uh, of, uh, of uh, real estate and uh, uh, what she does. You know, I, you could have uh, Tom Cruise sitting here and I say, OK, Tom, listen, uh, you're, you, I'll give you two minutes at the end. I, I'd rather t- have Madeline have the whole show. <laughs> 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 so, but, uh, but otherwise, yeah, she's, uh, uh, awesome and, uh, and, and, and great points and great, uh, education on there. That's, it is very awesome. Madeline, obviously you use TikTok to spread your message to say, Hey, I'm, I'm a real estate in a pool of many here in uh, the Hamilton area. Come, you know, deal with me. Do you recall the first instance where you realized that TikTok attracted a client for you? Yes, I did a video on forms, on um, some buyer forms. If you're buying a house, these are the forms you're signing and this is what they mean. So I did a segment on that. Like a week later, I had someone call me because at the time my number was very blatant on there. I was trying to market myself. Uh, And she said, hey, Madeline, I watch your videos on TikTok. And what you said explaining those forms really resonated with me. And I'd like to work with you. I love the transparency you provide for your audience. So that was the moment that I realized I had something good here. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Why do you think you are successful on social media? You mentioned vulnerability, uh, being humble, being authentic. Um, Why does that, do you think, resonate with people who are looking to partner up with you? Well, we're in a different time now where our market is so saturated with real estate agents and they're all doing the same thing. They're all standing in front of a house saying, welcome to 123 Main Street. Let me show you inside. People skip past those videos. They don't care, quite frankly. Sure, the house looks great. Okay, what value are you getting from that? You're not getting any value. What am I learning from you? Nothing. So that has really changed the way I is is I know if you provide value, people will come. You mentioned the, uh, the hater aid uh, earlier uh, dealing with haters. Obviously social media is uh, <laughs> uh, hatred and social media go hand in hand. There's a lot of hate on. So there's a lot of great stuff on there as well. Obviously your, your TikTok, um, you know, profile is number one, but how do you deal with those negative comments and those haters? So I spin them into humor. Because sure, sometimes I get a little down from some of the comments I get, but if you look at it at a different angle, spin it for entertainment and propel your account, your following, your brand even more, it again adds value. People are saying, okay, I'm learning and I'm being entertained. So I do get a lot of negative commentary, but I get more positive than negative. That's important. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just the negative things stand out because we don't like them. Do you have a specific example of a negative comment where you turned it into something humorous? Yes. Uh, Actually, last week, someone left a comment and they said, I'm unfollowing you. You do not provide any value or you're not doing anything to help our housing market. It was after I posted a video saying, hey, I just sold this house and I'm so happy for my seller clients. And um, I responded with a video uh, looking for the blank that I give uh, in the snowy, wintry hills of Brantford uh, with some adventure music in the background. That went off really well. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. (laughs) 
Uh, you're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can contact them on the World Wide Web, robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905 575 7700. And uh, they're all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Give them a follow, give them a like, and you can email the Golfy team, either a topic idea or a question that we can uh, pounce upon on a future program. Questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Our special guest is Madeline Towns from Remax Real Estate Center, Inc. Uh, let's move over to a pretty hot topic in the province of Ontario, and that is the uh, housing supply. And this, this basically comes from uh, an emailer by the name of Susan, who writes, we love your show. I would love to see some of the new housing developments go to a 55 plus community in Hamilton. My husband and I would love to move to a townhouse from our four bedroom home. We want a quiet complex without young children, unless they visit. No smoking or vaping, blowing in our windows and reasonable condo fees. This doesn't exist in Hamilton. Senior condos are almost as much as our house with a quarter of the space, some with huge condo fees. We don't want to leave Hamilton. We love it here. Perhaps this can be a topic of discussion on your upcoming uh, show. Thank you, Susan. So what are your thoughts on a 55 plus, I don't know if it has to be a gated community, maybe a suburb, an area of Hamilton dedicated to this kind of client? I I think, you know what, it is it is tough. And usually 20 on the 20 there, and uh, they have a place like that. I think it's 55 adults only. But it's not going to be affordable uh, because usually people with 55 or older, they have. They probably builders will not build uh, unless it's a gated community for retirement, but they'll build uh, uh, maybe townhouses that are bungalows and you'll have a tendency of more older people buying there instead of younger people. But but affordable, I don't know. I don't know, Madeline. It's 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 tough. The way we have such a shortage of homes right now in 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 this country, it's it's going to be tough to have anything affordable for a long time. Yeah, I think you're right. I agree with you. It's not going to be affordable. People that age have equity in their homes. I think that the focus right now is on getting families into affordable housing. Yeah, that is one of the big. Um keys to unlock the the supply is getting that supply on uh, on board the housing affordability task force in this province has uh, unleashed i guess uh, a plan to build one and a half million homes in the next 10 years is that enough is that even close to being enough well i i think it's going to be tough um because the the cities and in uh towns and uh, all these regions they're making it tough for builders to build uh, a lot of homes and uh, they're 20 years behind. So now it's going to take them 20 years uh, or more to catch up. I mean, they're, they're not going to stop the immigration. They need that to keep the economy going. If they stop immigration, it may catch up and the builders build it. it, it they can shorten that time, but they know they can't do that because it, it'll, it'll hurt the country, but they just got to make it easier for, um, for the for the cities to uh open up uh, land and just start building and then that the affor- the affordability will come but it's but i 
you know, Rick, it's it's going to be 10, 20 years before it catches up because it's it's just we're so far behind it. it it's it's I, I don't see it catching up very soon at all. I, I will. I think I do see the market uh, maybe leveling off and holding back sometimes, you know, like it, it can't just continuously go the way it's going. But, uh, you know, people sit back and take a breather and say, OK, let's just wait to get back in the market. But but this housing market that uh, this crisis, it's funny how it happened during COVID. Like it's just like what, what if this still happened if COVID didn't happen? It's hard to tell. Like, I mean, everything just went up. Everything's expensive now. And it's hard to tell, you know, how the world would have been with the housing market without COVID. It's I don't know. Like if, if did COVID kick this in gear? I don't know. I think it was the low interest rates that really kicked it up. Yeah. But I do think that we've had a supply issue for a very long time and we will continue to have one. And it it just caught up. It just caught up to us. It just, it it just, we ended up catching up to it. And now, now we're paying the price for it. Everybody is. There is a suggestion that uh, municipalities, at least more of them should approve um, those secondary suites or at least uh, you know, uh, allowing cities or allowing homeowners to add another building on their lot, whether it's a, you know, a laneway kind of suite or whatever you want to call it, a secondary house on their lot. W- would that unclog a lot of the, the uh, supply issues? I don't know if it unclog it. I, I just think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a start, but it's not going to make a significant difference in what's happening in the market. I mean, I mean, like it, it's hard unless like how many, uh, like you have to have basically the next, you know, two thousand people that want to build their own custom home or build a house with a secondary residence on it. You're going to get country properties. Maybe they might have uh, a loft apartment in there, and, and maybe another one in the basement. It, it's hard to tell, but it's not going to make the difference. The difference is going to be made by opening opening up and and letting builders build. They're rich already, so I mean, what's the difference if they get more rich? Just open it up, build it. And then it'll it'll catch up. Eventually, they'll say, "Okay, what?" Like you don't want builders opening up on day one, and and they're sold sold three hundred homes in in that subdivision. Builders can't even get people to build these now anymore because they had to stop uh, stop uh, selling them because they don't have the manpower to build them now. So so we got a shortage of of labor. We got a short we got a shortage of everything, and and they've got to bring skilled laborers into the country. They got to immig- immigrate uh, more more of those people. So that we can ha- build these houses. So not only there's a shortage, there's uh, more people, but we have a shortage of homes. But now we have a shortage of labor. We have a shortage of everything, and it's it's just it, it's catching up. And now whoever's got money, they're the ones that are going to be able to get through this this crisis that we're going through. And the people that don't have the money, they're going to be left behind, and it's going to be and it's gonna hurt them even more down the road. I agree. Absolutely. Do you think there's going to be more multi-unit residential buildings pop up, i.e. those, you know, uh, eight unit buildings or 12 or 16? I don't think that's enough. That's the, the problem. I think we need condensed housing with larger square footage. We're not getting anywhere with these shoe boxes in the sky. We need more spaces for families on a, on a, very condensed level. That's what we need with parking as well. Yeah, that's what townhouses, uh, and that's why townhouses have even gone up in price so much because people prefer to go to a townhouse than than a condo in, in a in a building. Uh, it's just like I mean, they're they're like like Madeline says they're they're in a box in this building, 
they don't have no backyard. They don't have this. You know, if they have a dog, they want to go all the way down the elevator, go out the back. And, and you know, it's it, it's long. It's nice to open up your back door, let, let your dog out, go for his pee and then come, you know, and just let him in. But the townhouses are the ones that people prefer first, but they can't afford those now. And they, they've gone up in price. But uh, but I think they just got to make the townhouses more affordable. They just got to, you know, maybe build a whole you know, a hundred acres of, of townhouses and, and it'll be affordable. Like you build a ton of them. And then now there's always ones for sale. They're not going to go up in price because there's always available townhouses. And instead of doing these high rises where people, you know, that's kind of their last choice buying, especially in Hamilton, Toronto, you got no choice, but uh, in Hamilton and, and surrounding areas, I think uh, a townhouse is a good way to start for a young buyer, but they're becoming too expensive for them to afford. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Still to come, Toronto is now number one as the most expensive real estate market in the nation. We'll talk about some bats found in a home in BC. We'll dispel some myths about real estate and realtors. And we'll have a little fun with some trivia at the end of the show as well. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go. As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin, joined once again by Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team. Find them online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call the Golfy team at 905 575 7700 and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send them an email or a topic idea for future show. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com, questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, we'll dispel some myths about real estate and realtors, talk about bats being found in a home in BC, but uh, there's this story that came out of a recent analysis by the Royal Bank of Canada, which says that Toronto is now the most expensive real estate market in Canada, with a home price benchmark of $1.26 million. That's just over Vancouver's benchmark price of $1.255 in January. So how does the price in Toronto impact Hamilton? It didn't, yeah, it, it's, they're going to, people are going to be coming this way because of that. They already are. It'll be unaffordable for them to go to Toronto and people say, you know what, if I have to drive 45 minutes or an hour in traffic or take the, uh, the go train, that's what they're going to end up doing. Uh, if you have a job in Toronto that, that you don't need to travel with a car, like going from, uh, business to business. And if you can take uh, public transit, they're going to do that, but you're going to see Hamilton go up even more because of that. You're going to, it's just more. So not only the immigration from Toronto is going to happen in more in Hamilton and Niagara, you're going to see that happen quite, quite more now. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last year, 85% of my clients, my buyer clients were from Toronto. See that? So. Wow. And where do they all go? Most of them. Uh, they love the lower city because it's reminiscent of Toronto. Our, our lower city, yeah. it, it was built up around the same time. So it's, it is reminiscent of Toronto. They love it down here. They love the the shopping and everything. There's like, you know, you got, you got Lock Street, you got James Street, you know, even Ottawa Street starting to pick up, oh, yeah. uh, pick up now with uh, restaurants and businesses there. So you're getting, you're getting a wide range and that's why the Toronto uh, people are coming this way. Cause you get, they're getting that feel of, uh, of Toronto. Let's move to a very interesting story out of British Columbia, where a judge has ruled that the seller of a home was not negligent, despite knowing that some bats were in the home. So long story short, the seller um, knew there were bats in the home. In fact, they were getting along with the bats, apparently, uh, but put the house up for sale, but didn't um, put this in the disclosure. Uh, What was found is that there was a bat colony Uh, behind the main bedroom wall. So the buyers are saying, hey, wait a minute, these people knew there were bats in the home, but didn't really say, uh, you know, to the extent of how many bats were there. The judge in this case um, released a 15,000 word decision after a six day trial, believe it or not. And she wrote, quote, not everyone views bats as unwanted house guests. She did, however, rule that a sizable bat colony roosting in the ceiling is a a hidden defect, but since the home buyer did not know, or pardon me, the home seller did not know about the infestation, the court ruled that he did not act negligently in signing a statement since he was unaware of any insect or rodent infestation. This sounds uh, ridiculous. I, I I read this. What happened was he did rectify a colony that was in the attic and, and, and he, he fixed that. The thing is, he did not know there was another colony in the attic. And so basically, you know, he did, you know, he did mention that he fixed it and everything, but he didn't know about the second one. So he wasn't negligent because of the fact he was unaware that there was another one there. And uh, so and, and and I read a bit about this. And the judge said, well, listen, you know, if he knew there was one there, he probably would have disclosed it or fixed it, but he didn't know it. And that's why the judge uh, went on the seller side versus the, uh, uh, the buyer side. So the buyer basically for all the money that they paid in legal fees, they should have just did the work and uh, instead of trying to sue him because now the buyers have, have to pay for the legal fees for <laughs> the seller. So basically, and the cost to, to rectify it was $30,000, I think it was. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I'll tell you, when you want to sue somebody and there was a $30,000 thing there, they probably did it in small claims court. I think, I think, you know, I think you could sue up to 25,000 now in small claims. I'm not sure 30, but I, I, I think I wouldn't use, I would, maybe if you have a paralegal or a lawyer that will do you a favor to go after this, you got to be very careful when you're suing somebody because the legal fees can cost as much or more than what you're suing for. Sometimes it's, you just got to, you know, walk away from it and, or just go to small claims and sue for the maximum amount. And, and, and that's it. At least you get something back versus nothing. So, but you got to be very careful when you're suing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, we got to run to our next segment. Uh, when we come back, we're going to dispel some myths about real estate and realtors and play a little millennial trivia, which Rob would, should be fantastic at. The <laughs> Golfing Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition coming up next here on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. HML. And one last go around here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Find them online at robgolfy.com. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. Our special guest today is Madeline Towns from Remax Real Estate Center, Inc. Let's get to dispelling some myths about real estate and realtors. Uh, one of the myths that agents make easy money. <laughs> <laughs> Not so. Okay, get your license and try it out. That's what I say to that. Yeah. If you think it's easy, go ahead and try it. Absolutely. Yeah, then every, everyone would be doing it. Uh, yeah. They want yeah. you to pay more for a house so they can make more money. They, I've, I've, I've heard that. You just want, you, you know what I mean? It's, uh, and that's what the buyers think sometimes. And I think, think it's more the older generation than it is the younger millennial generation. I think it's them. They say, oh, he just wants to, you know, me to like, if you're representing a buyer to pay more money for the house so that I can get more commission. It's a myth. It's not that at all. So yeah, the disparity between the prices as well is like very minimal. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Here's another one. It's always better to price a home on the higher side as the seller can always come down. Not in this market. Not today. <laughs> not in this market. Yeah. Uh, another myth. Being a real estate agent is not a lot of work. Oh, that's not true. Try it out. Yeah. Yeah. No. Get your license. Let's let's get let's put you through the ringer. Yeah. An- sure. an- another myth. You don't need an agent to buy a home. Well, you will find out when you move in, you'll find out that you didn't know there's some things that you should have known that you didn't know. So be careful on that one. Be very careful. Uh, it's always good to have a realtor because if you buy privately, you, you know, buyer beware. You know, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, here's another interesting one. To buy a house, you need to put down 20%. Nope. No. Not true. Uh, our mortgage uh, laws here are getting a mortgage is a little more challenging in Canada than it is in places like the United States. And the last myth, greedy agents, you must hear this all the time. Greedy agents are the reason the market prices are so high. It's a supply and demand issue. Agents have no influence over the supply and demand in our market. All right, let's get to some 2000s trivia or millennial trivia. Now, I'm expecting Rob to be a four out of four here. Oh, boy. Uh, Here we go. We'll see. Listen, I have the answers and I didn't know a few of these. So uh, I don't even know. I don't know if I I don't even have the questions in front of me. So this is this. Well, that's good. Off the cuff here. Here we go. Number one. What company made the Game Boy? Uh, Atari? No. No. The Game Boy. You know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm Can going, I give you a hint? Give me a little hint. Um, it's a me, Mario. Oh, oh, Mario. Uh, oh, Super Mario. That's that game. I forget. Uh, it starts with an N. Oh, um, Nintendo. Yeah. Yes. Oh, look at this. This girl knows. <laughs> this girl knows. See that? Okay. All, All right. right. Second you, question. Thank you. FOMO is the fear of what? Oh, I, I've heard this. I just and I just finally got this fear of missing out. Am yeah. I correct? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Way to go. All <laughs> right. So I don't think <laughs> my, my, my media uh, girl here, she probably thought Rob won't get this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three on 2000s trivia. The term on fleek was originally used to describe what? I know it. On fleek. I don't know. On fleek. I, I had no idea myself. E E K. That's correct. Yes. This girl's so smart. I can tell she knows everything. No. I, uh, what, what is it? Uh, on fleek. Eyebrows. That's eyebrows. Yeah. So how would you use the that eyebrows. in a sentence? How did you know that? I I'm is... a millennial man. Oh. <laughs> Your eyebrows are on fleek. Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So meaning like they're like good. Yes. Yeah, you're on fleek. Yeah, it translates into other things now. Other okay. things can be on fleek. So you have to say eyebrows. Well, that's how it originated. So I could say your hair is on fleek. Yes, that's appropriate. Okay. Ah, wow. Okay. okay good to know. It's good. Yeah. Wow, these new words are coming out, man. Try yeah. that out on the wife later on tonight. Yeah. We'll yeah. see how that goes down. <laughs> exactly. uh, our, yeah. yeah. No <laughs> our kidding. last one in our 2000s trivia. How many times did Ross Geller get divorced on Friends? Uh, I. Guess what? I don't know because I'm not a friend. I think it's three. Oh, I think it's three. Madeline, you want to take a stab at it? Let's let's go with four. Okay. Well, the answer is three. Oh, wow. yes. You got divorced <laughs> to Carol, Emily, and Rachel. That's right. Yeah. So go. I know a little bit about uh, Friends. I watched that. I used to watch that all the time. It was a good show. So, yeah. Rob, you got two out of four. That's not bad. 50% no, percent would I get you a passing grade. Madeline, yeah. She actually <laughs> knew three out of the four. So she's, uh, you oh, know. There you go. Yeah. Madeline's on fleek. <laughs> That's it. Madeline's on fleek. <laughs> hey, we got to run. Don't forget, you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Great show, Rob and Madeline. Thanks for joining us once again. We are back next Saturday at 9 with the Golfy Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.